0: Hey everybody back for another fit dad lifestyle podcast so kids are finally asleep over here and thought i'd just go ahead and get back on for the other part of why you have low energy or or why you're looking for energy so this will be part two part one was previously uploaded um so we talked about some of like the diet fads uh, maybe that you're running into might be causing the low energy level because energy comes from calories. Um, the other thing today I'll talk about something that can impact energy levels. Um, which is I would say that one of the most underestimated and overlooked aspects in nutrition and that would be sodium intake. Um, So if you take a step back, let's just rethink about what you did today. Um, So I'll go through like my day. Um, So in the morning, I woke up and I had some hydration mix. And it has um, sodium in it, pink Himalayan sea salt. It has taurine, has some S7. It's like an antioxidant blend. has some potassium, uh, magnesium, calcium. And I think that's it. So, I have a scoop of that to wake up, take all my pills, and then whenever I'm at work, I'll drink a 32 ounce Gatorade Zero. And then later on, I'll have like my meals and and such. And on all my meals, I'm definitely salting on everything. I use like a a liquid amino. that's like a alternative to soy sauce, so it's gluten free. So use that to marinate. Put that on as well, um, and then some. Usually, I eat like an avocado, so I'm getting my potassium there. But tons of sodium throughout the day. Um, usually, drink another Gatorade Zero, and then I would have more hydration mix um, before working out, and then another hydration mix during my workout, and then. Back home today, I had more, um, some more meat that was, um, seasoned and extra sodium on it and another avocado, some more potassium from there and, uh, made a shake and I put pink Himalayan sea salt into the shake. Um, whenever I do that, like in the Ninja blender, it, one increases sodium intake and two, it increases the palatability of the food and it just makes it more of like an ice cream. So if if you haven't put salt in your shakes, your protein shakes, you should, it just makes that, it gives it that like silkier texture uh, that ice cream usually has. Um, Anyways, so it's quite a bit of sodium. I used to track my sodium and for like a, a week to see where I would average out per day. And usually I'm at around like 10,000 milligrams of sodium a day. Um, I do sweat a lot, uh, during while I'm at the gym and just at work. Um, so, um, that's why I just have to replenish and also drink a lot of water. So let's get things straight here. So your sodium intake, what did your day look like? So you listen to mine, I had a lot of hydration. And Everything that's hydration is usually sodium-based, which is usually going to be more than 300 milligrams, 400 milligrams, 500 milligrams. It's going to be around 500 milligrams, probably, probably more than that um, per hydration mix. Um, And then the Gatorades are always going to be 32 ounce. So that's like one, two, three, four. That's like 500 milligrams of sodium. Um, So... Um, what does your day look like for that are you even putting salt on your foods or have you been told that salt is bad have you been told by your doctor that you have high blood pressure because of um, of having too much sodium in your diet Um, so there's a few things that we can look at uh Let's look at what you're eating. What are you choosing to eat? Are you eating fast food? If you're eating fast food, you might be consuming a lot of salt. Um, is the salt causing the blood pressure? All right. Well, probably not. And the reason why I say that is because it's probably the fats and the carbohydrate that are mixed in with the fast foods that you're eating, because usually they're going to be fried. You add the salt. The salt um, causes a spike in blood pressure. Um, uh, there's a, there's a balance that your body has to have. Um, and your aldosterone is kind of in control of that. Uh, it's just like whenever your arterial, um, pressure, the mean arterial blood pressure lowers, aldosterone kicks in and then it sends out, um, it it removes potassium and increases sodium to, to increase blood pressure that way. Right. Um, so that's what happens. And so when we have some sodium, extra sodium, it just automatically, um, increases that arterial pressure. Right. So, so is it, is it really the salt or is it your, your diet that you're, you're eating? Because what we see is blood pressure is an issue that's more vascular and the health of your Arterial walls and the elasticity of them. And we see that diabetes attacks your blood, your veins and arteries, and attacks the arterial walls. And um, this leads to conditions like high blood pressure and many other things. Um, So, ways to combat that let's probably reduce the amount of fast food that you're eating, not reducing the amount of sodium at the first second. What about your physical lifestyle? Are you sedentary? Are you sitting in a job where you sit down most of the day? Um, you don't really have to have a raise in blood pressure and, and then down regulate again, or like bring your blood pressure back down. Um, the more times that we do that, the better our body is going to be at keeping a, um, a consistent blood pressure that's healthy. Um, so we would like to increase physical activity to help with blood pressure. And you might say, well, like, what do you mean? Like, uh, blood, my blood pressure always goes up whenever I'm exercising. I can feel it. Yeah. That's initially it has to happen. Blood pressure has to increase. It has to bring more blood, more oxygen to our tissues and to our muscles and to our brain. It has to happen. But, um, just like your heart rate whenever it goes up your heart rate will go down and then we there's a test that you can do You increase your heart rate and then you check your pulse like 30 seconds and then it should go down a certain number and then if you check your pulse again it goes down more check your pulse again it goes down more every 30 seconds you're checking your your pulse right um If your heart rate doesn't go down, like that means that you're in bad cardiovascular shape. It's hard for your body to recover from it. Your body should always be able to recover from that instance. And the more times that we put our bodies under stress, the better it is at going to come back to homeostasis, which just means what your body, um, would, would want to be at, um, at at a normal setting that keeps it happy. Right. Um, so the doctor's first advice is going to always be lower sodium. There's a American Dietetic Association and I'm pretty sure American Heart Association. They have a 1950s uh, standard of 2,500 milligrams of sodium and that the average American gets about 3,500 milligrams of sodium, which is way off. I'm sure we consume a lot more than that. Um, so, I, and I don't know how they even come up with that number <laughs> because no one, everyone that I talk to, if I ask them that question, they have no idea. They don't even know what, like what your sodium level is supposed to be in your blood, um, for the, um, millimole, um, per liter. So, I mean, you're trying to like be at that like 140 range. So, um, so I really don't understand how they get these numbers. Um, uh, so anyways, what am I coming back to? <clears throat> so that 25 mil, 2,500 milligrams uh, standard for sodium is, is not going to cut it, um, especially if we're exercising and we're sweating. Um, you use sodium every time you um, have a nerve or a muscular function. And it, sodium plays a crucial role in that. And... Every time you contract your muscle, you use some sodium. Every time your heart beats, you you use some sodium. Every time you breathe or every time you pee, sodium leaves. Uh, Because, again, the contraction of your lungs for breathing. And every time you sweat you lose sodium. It's really hard to lose potassium, like enough potassium to throw off that balance of sodium and potassium. You'd either have to have some type of renal kidney disease that's hereditary or brought on through physical trauma, sepsis, medications, things like that. Or you'd have to be vomiting, um, quite often. So that's the way that the potassium just leaves like that. Or if you're taking, um, uh, diuretics, um, so some medications can cause that some SSRIs have shown to reduce sodium. So you do have to take a look at your medicine cabinet. Um, so you could have low sodium because of that. And, um, and then, so you need to actively increase that sodium and, um, and especially if you're trying to lose weight and getting back into the gym and you're on medications that reduce sodium. Um, so like anything that's angiot to t- um, Angio 2 tension drugs can do that same thing. Um, They, I believe that they can reduce sodium. Um, So you would definitely need to increase it. So the low energy is definitely coming from low amounts of sodium, low amounts of hydration. So sodium is the main one. Sodium is the one that's overlooked. And why? Because sodium is deemed to be bad. Uh, Sodium has gotten such a bad rep. It's just like carbohydrates. And there's a place and a time and there's a necessity for all of it. Um, When you're wanting to achieve optimal performance or optimal fitness or optimal health in a certain area. And so let's just keep this on sodium. I'll go back to the carbs. Uh, The reason why I say sometimes it, it does have a necessary role in performance. And, and we, we see that from prehistoric, uh, ages and no ages. Right? So anyways, sodium, um, where's I going with this? Oh yeah. So it's got a bad rep, right? And the reason why it's got a bad rep is because it's it causes bloating, causes swelling, edema, um, high blood pressure, And gets all these things. Um, A lot of influencers on social media say to reduce sodium because you get rid of the bloat. They encourage diuretics to reduce sodium. Take in tons of potassium and reduce sodium. Um, If you want to get ready for a wedding, uh, to fit in your wedding dress, take a diuretic. Get rid of sodium. Uh, Don't put salt on your food. Uh, So you won't retain water. Get ready for a photo shoot. Get ready for school. Get ready for... Uh, A bodybuilding competition. Um, There's a lot of things. And salt manipulation is not the best thing to do. You're going to get lethargia. You're going to get physical lethargia. You're going to get mental lethargia. You're going to have hallucinations, mood swings. Um, And then you might end up with hypo uh, nature, nature Mia. Right. Um, so you, you gotta, you gotta take a step back and and wonder where is your sodium? Where, where are you being depleted of sodium and then how can we get it back into your diet? So I have some tips and tricks, right? First off, do not take diuretics. If you want to not be bloated from eating a meal that has sodium, you need to introduce sodium to your diet. If you take it out, the body freaks out. And so whenever you have the response from aldosterone to increase intracellular fluid, to increase blood pressure, and you intake some sodium it's going to hold on to that for dear life and it's not going to let it go it's going to be very tough you're going to get swelling okay um this can even cause some issues with stress and cortisol and um and it can it's not going to be directly related but it's indirectly related to like cushions okay uh, that's something that i had whenever i was younger and sodium plays a huge role. Like the sodium balance and aldosterone plays a role with, the, with that. And, um, and I remember specifically with that and I have it in my records as a child. So um, we don't want to get rid of sodium. Do not listen to these people. If you want to get rid of the bloat, add sodium to your diet and then drink water. So water will flush out the sodium. Okay? And the more, and not only just the sodium, but keep the the other electrolytes in there: the magnesium, the calcium, the potassium. But you don't need them so high. You don't need them as high as as sodium on a milligram per milligram. So, especially potassium. <laughs> um, having too much potassium and the blood can mess with the blood alkalinity um, and the, the pH balance. It can mess, and it can even you know, at really high doses, I mean, how do you think that we, we kill people um, through lethal injection? It's with potassium. Um, so it's not the greatest, in which you'll always see potassium at 99 milligrams per um, capsule, is typically for that reason. Um, but in uh, and and any form of potassium, sometimes other forms will be less because they can help create more potassium in the body. and um so we need to continue to introduce sodium don't take it out so here's my tips and tricks that i that i do Um, get a salt grinder because the salt grinder you can measure sodium your salt by grinds so you can do like five cranks to every meal right and then if you notice that uh, you gain a little bit of water and then you do five cranks on every meal for the entire week, and then by the end of the week, you're not holding as much water. You can do you can go up to six cranks per meal, or you can do five cranks per meal and and then two cranks or three cranks and one beverage like water. So I do put some sodium in my water sometimes. Um, it's not going to taste like salt water. It's just going to add some sodium, right? So you slowly introduce it and you make sure that you're drinking enough water and whenever you hear how much water to drink That's what you're asking yourself right now. Well, how much is how much water is how much water same thing? Like how much sodium should I be getting? Yeah Um, Your body tells you and so whenever it comes to water, how much water should you drink drink when you're thirsty? Okay, everyone's different right now. Everyone's on a different fitness level. Everyone has different um, lean muscle mass um, percentages the more lean muscle mass percentage you have, the more active you are, obviously the more water you're gonna need. And, um, and then if you're eat, not eating carbs, you're gonna need more water, you're gonna need more electrolytes. If you are eating carbs, you're not gonna need as much as a person. Some bodybuilders will say to drink a gallon. That's why they always carry gallons around. Other people will say like drink like four liters or two liters, I don't know. Um, drink when you're thirsty. Golden rule, right? And try to drink water beverages, even if you gotta flavor them. That that's what I do. I water beverages and then of course my insane caffeine content. But uh so um so that's the trick for measuring the sodium in the body. The other option would just have a food scale, and then you'd buy the loose packets of salt and you just measure it out. Um so the other thing to do thats how we should incorporate this is. So let's also think about your your uh, thyroid health. So we have some iodine. So salt does contain iodine if you get uh, ionized salt, that Morton salt. Right. So my my key would be to when you're cooking or brining water um, to use that, use the ionized salt. Um, it does have a different like, saltiness compared to sea salt, or Celtic sea salt, or Himalayan pink sea, pink sea salt, um, or black salt, or red salt. Um, they all are, are a little different. Um, they all carry different properties, but um, Ionized salt will ensure that you get the iodine in there. Okay. Um, that's a mineral form and very well used, and we see people claim to have thyroid issues, but Um, which is a very small percentage of people in the world, I believe it's like 4%, actually have thyroid issues. So you're not fat because you're thyroid, you're fat because you're fat and you overate and you're lazy. Um, But we are seeing other issues relating to um, your parathyroid and such. And it's probably linked to the fact that we are using less and less Morton's Ionized salt and we're using more pink and sea salt because they think that there's more minerals in the pink and sea salt. Yeah, that's true, but you're not eating enough of it, nor would you want to, to even get the benefits that you would just get the minerals from like a multivitamin and multi-mineral. So it doesn't really, the, the, the trend doesn't make sense. The black sea um, black, um, salt has volcanic ash in it, it has like a, like a charcoal, and it can help to detox the body. So taking some of it, eating some of it, can help detox intestinal tracts, and so it's a good idea um, to have some of that. If uh, you're overseas or something, you're eating some more like of the delicacy meats, I guess, that are a little bit more, maybe, rare, um, you know, it has the, the ability to clean out the intestinal tract moving any type of like let's say there might be a parasite or something down there, and then the red um comes from a, like the i believe it's this like the, the uh there's a certain mountain I can't remember um but the it comes with like the Astin astaxanthin um traces in there so um uh, which i I don't know that they like just fortify that or not but um anyways so that's the trick to put more sodium on your food we want to do this okay get the grinder use the cranks put it on the food um be cautious of your food choices and and when you're getting the salad put some salt on the salad okay it's going to help give you the right amount of sodium to balance out your electrolytes. And I can guarantee you that you're going to feel a lot better. You're going to have more energy, more mental clarity. Um, it, it's just it kind of baffles me that how many people come in and they're looking for energy and they want caffeine or they just they're always they just want this pill that gives them energy like a multivitamin. Vitamins don't have calories. Vitamins don't do that. Minerals don't do that. They can help indirectly, but they don't give you that instant boost of energy. It's not a nootropic. You know, it's it's not a calorie. Um, but sodium plays a huge role. Sodium plays a role in choline production. Because, again, sodium plays a role in nerve and muscle function. Choline can give you that boost of cognitive function, that nootropic feeling, right? So, I would definitely recommend... Drinking some propel zero or Gatorade Zero, Powerade Zero, anything that's zero calories, you don't need to get a Gatorade with carbohydrates if you're not an athlete that's outside sweating profusely. You don't need it. If you're in the gym, if you're at LA Fitness, if you're at Crunch, you don't need it. So you're inside a gym. If you're in a warehouse gym where there's no AC and you're sweating to death here in Texas or Florida and Texas, yeah. Go ahead get the sugar gatorade you're going to need it the carbs for performance carbs pull water into the cell so every one gram of carb pulls in like or every one gram of water pulls in like three point something grams of carbs we'll just round it up to four but it also helps to retain hydration so that gives you the energy and then people now so so that's for that lifestyle where you need an energy boost you're sedentary there's that's that's a lot of things to look at in your everyday life there's a lot of things to look at during your self-assessments what's your physical activity look like look like what's your diet look like are you eating fast food or you on medications you want to get yourself off of medications uh get up and move go exercise do 10-minute walks after your meals uh, get your blood pressure to be able to regulate so they can help pump sodium around, increase sodium on all meals, and even sometimes beverages. Uh, and you can, yeah, and that's pretty much it, right? It's pretty easy. It's a pretty easy thing. problem is it's so easy that people don't do it because it's so easy, right? That's one thing that we are, we haven't, uh, as like some sort of, Habit in America is that we just don't want to do the easy things. If you walk by a piece of trash on the ground, how easy is it to pick it up and put it in the trash? That's like literally right there, but yet we walk we past it. But then we go and complain, be like, "Oh, look at all this trash on the roads! Or look at all this trash in the street!" Or this store, this store so dirty. Blah, blah blah. You had your chance to help out. You would had the chance to do something easy. shows your type of personality and the type of uh, morals that you have if you don't do that you want the world to be a better place you got to start with yourself you can't expect other people to to become perfect or to change to your expectations without you developing your own self to maybe meet someone else's expectations of what you feel like you could be so anyways, that's pretty much it for the sodium. We do, like I can go over it with athletes. Like if you're an athlete specifically, there's some different ways to, to kind of figure out your sodium intake based on how much like you sweat and how much you drink. Um, pretty easy little algorithm, but it's just kind of intuitive after a while. And, um, So we can get into that next, next, uh, some other episode, but the next episode for this, the part three, we'll dive into stimulants. So that's going to be the third type of energy, right? So you have calories, we have sodium, which I believe is a huge energy production, even though it's void of calories. And then caffeine, like a stimulant, pretty much just stimulants in general. So this can be nootropics as well. Um, So like choline sources and stuff. So that's it on sodium. Again, DM me, message me on Instagram, fit.dad.lifestyle. If you have any questions or if you need consultation, that's what I'm here for. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.